0: USA, the only superpower. Well, I would put it that uh, USA is uh, not the superpower but the super pooper. It poops at the first available opportunity. It pooped in Korea, it pooped in Vietnam, and now it is pooped in Afghanistan, and wherever you give it an opportunity, it will poop. So, let us uh, a look at uh, united states uh, pooping expertise and uh, we've got uh, along with vibhuti jha we also got dr shiva shastri though he will join a little bit later and uh, so to go in you have to first please subscribe it's a request of course and uh, uh, another request is to please uh, think of contributing to us. The link is there in the description. Oh, here is Dr. Shiv Shastri. Welcome, Doc. How are you?
1: I am well, thank you. My, uh, I don't know, my wired connection suddenly gave way, so I'm on Wi-Fi. I prefer wired, but there's nothing I can do. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you. We can see you very well. Namaste, uh, we Shivji. Looking, Namaste. Namaste. Happy to
1: meet you, sir. Happy, to
0: meet, Happy you. to meet you. Delighted to meet you, sir. Thank you. And both of you are in blues. <laughs> uh, the only one who's a little, uh, of course, I also have a little. And also the
1: only one with too much
0: attention. hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I just introduced the topic. I don't know whether you heard it. I think uh, we are talking about the pooping habit of the super. I heard that. Uh, I heard so that. So, uh, we start with the uh, resident uh, USA expert, Mr. Jha is in Long Island, New York, right now, and our Wednesday show is uh, always with Sri Vibhutiya. Ja. So, so oh, Vibhuti ji. Are you liking this feeling of uh, sitting on a poop?
2: Well, I'm, I'm wearing a blue shirt, but doesn't mean I'm suffering in the blues, but you know, like, but uh, the important part is recognizing the truth. That's important. Uh, US, as we all know, uh, has been in a turmoil for a very long time, and this Afghan debacle, which the world has seen in instant viewing. Instant viewing. It's not like Saigon or Korea or Bay of Pigs that people didn't know or read about it in the newspapers 10 days later. It is now and here. Uh, the familiar ending of any any empire is is, de- is is depicted with its major loss in a war. You can look around all the histories of all the power. They went down because they lost a major war and the world saw it. This particular thing has been Really decimating, and you know this is indeed a signpost for the end of an American empire. However, I will add a caveat to that: that unlike other empires, America has one thing very strong about it. The country is three times larger than India, has one-fourth the population, is a very resource country, resource-rich country. So, economic might is is existing the U.S. will survive all of it. What is important here to bear in mind is that how the woke culture has destroyed America in the last few years. And we can see that, that you know, when you have a decline happening, the woke culture and all the cultures begin to play a major role. Even the U.S. Army is now talking about critical race theory, introducing mediocrity in performance. And that's what is tragic about America right now. That the political correctness has taken all its edge, but one thing is important. I have always said, presidents come and go. Whether the institutions will survive or not is important. So this particular thing debacle can be corrected if you have, you know, as you put it very correctly in your uh, cartoon of Jaipur dialogue, the 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 high and mighty, the strong Trump approach. And interestingly enough. Trump was on a TV show last night with uh, Hannity on Fox News, and he was talking about conditional withdrawal because he understood it very quickly. And he said it in his statement, why are we trying to solve their problem when they have been doing their internal battle for thousands of years? What are we doing there? But he talked about, very uh, confidently, about the conditional withdrawal that he was trying to bring about. And his conditional withdrawal had five pillars to that which he elaborated and that those five pillars that he talked about was to first take out the American citizens, then the assets, you know, that was the process that he, he elaborated on the show. And he also said that uh, Afghan assets, American citizens, and then weapons and equipment, we have to take them out. This particular withdrawal has been so hasty and so corrupt, so panicky that they have left everything back there. Even the citizens are not pulled back yet. And he made a very interesting statement yesterday in which he said, the last item to come out out was soldiers. In this particular instance withdrawal, the soldiers were pulled out. And there was a sensational statement that he made. The 300,000 Afghan forces were the most well-paid employees of the Afghan government. So the moment the United States withdrew they realized that they were not going to get paid anymore. So why die? And a bunch of people who surrendered to Taliban, they were butchered. So this this was a complete disaster from Biden's point of view, is that this leadership, to use the American slang, sucks. And to use the American slang once more, they got their ass whipped, which they always say. So the American ass is whipped. The question is how will america survive this so i feel there is one more big threat to america the amount of money that america has wasted spent on this entire struggle will affect the economy because you cannot afford to print notes all along and this debacle will hurt the dollar might so how will? U.S. survive, whether Biden resigns or Kamala Harris comes back or what kind of an arrangement Kamala happens? Harris. Kamala yes. Harris. exactly the point, yeah. So you have a leadership crisis in America right now. Total collapse of leadership right now in America. Nobody is owning up the responsibility. Our railway minister resign a railway Owning responsibility. Not if he's Alu Prasad. No, no, not if he's Alu Prasad. But in this particular instance... What has angered America, and I tell you, this is a genuine anger genuine anger that despite the intelligence, artificial intelligence, high tech gadgetry, cyber warfare, drones, healthcare missiles, all the technology power that America had, it got its ass kicked. And that's something that Americans will not take it lightly. How the rebound will happen, only history will tell. But one Trump come back in 2024 or taking over of the Congress and Senate, you will begin to see the American pride restore itself. So I'm an optimist. This is indicating a decline of an empire, no doubt, but still it has the ability and the wherewithal to rise back. And that would be good for America and that would be good for the world as well. Maybe the priorities went crazy, which is true. America will have to take responsibility And hold people accountable. Punishment is required. Accountability is required. But what will happen is, is the terminal decay has set in. And uh, nobody is going to be blamed from uh, from 2001 onwards, whether it was CIA's WMD fiasco, deliberate or intentional, we will never know. So that is what is important. CIA, the government, the presidents, all of them will have to, somebody will have to hold the candle that, yes, we screwed up. And that's when the change will begin to happen. If Trump comes back to power, or somebody like Trump comes back to power, you will see the reversal happen pretty quickly. You know, I'm, I'm often reminded of uh, Steve Cohen, the Russia expert in America. He was a complete Democrat, didn't like Trump, but he made a very interesting statement in Los Angeles to a very liberal crowd, that this guy may or may not know what he's saying, but he's often right about what he's saying. And that's something which people have to recognize that people have begun to realize that Jobirtha, <laughs> Jokartha, whatever he was, he didn't tell wrong. His, his five point withdrawal was very clear that we should have destroyed the forts that we built there. And he said it openly on the TV. We did not retreat, dignified, retreat, maybe dignity, dignity, that's what is important. And his approach was correct. That the Islamic countries, they have been fighting their own tribal warfare for donkey's years. Why are we going to fix their problem? We go to fix their problem, and then they say, no foreign army on our soil. So think about it from this point of view, as we have often talked about, Sanjay Ji. call it Purvapaksh, or call it understanding the nature of the beast. You have to know before you can wage a war. And that's important, my opening statement.
0: Okay, let's go to uh, Dr. Shiva Shastri. Uh, of course, uh, we would uh, ask you about things military a little later. Uh, yeah, just talk, uh, Talking about the decline yes, that Bhutiji yes. mentioned. Let me ask you a specific exactly. question. Let yes, you, you know, question. sorry.
1: Please, please. You going to ask a specific question?
0: Yes. Uh, see, you are also... Uh, dabbling into history a little bit. So if you look at the decline of empires, every time an empire puts ideology before national interest or ideology before common sense, it begins to decline. Take the example of, I'll take two examples. Uh, and, of course, this uh, American uh, poop show is the third one. The two examples. Let's take the example of Ashoka from the Indian history. And this man put his uh, ideology of Buddhism before the interests of the empire, and before common sense. And his empire declined irretrievably. He lost a lot of lands within his uh, own life, and uh, after his death, within I think 10 or 15 years, Pataliputra was overrun by Kalinga. So the wheel came full circle. Uh, let's talk about the uh, decline of the one of the mightiest empires, the Roman Empire. And that decline began when they put Christianity over common sense, and the dark ages of Christianity that began uh the the dark ages of christianity and dark ages of the fall of the roman empire started with their trusting christianity over the uh, entire empire and uh, what is happening in the united states of late is that they have also privileged a certain ideology Call it woke ideology, or call it leftism, or call it cultural Marxism, or uh, postmodernism, or what have you. So they have privileged this ideology over everything else, and as a result, the decline has started. Do you agree with this uh, position that I put forward? Proposition? Well, yes.
1: Uh, Yeah, the ideology part. uh, uh, You know, I think I see there is there. there are multiple areas of decline in the United States. When I was a student in the 1970s, and I think, you know, this is the time when my peer group uh, were all going to America. It was definitely the greatest country in the world. There was no doubt about it. The 70s uh, to the 80s, it was an absolute top country. And there has been a gradual decline since then. Of course, I th- probably the decline, the first hit may have been the the... The, you know, the, the the oil prices, the Gulf oil crisis which, which came up, but what's happened is that, you know, see, if you look at America, even now I think America uh, takes up about 60% of the world's resources, which is what makes it very, you know, its own resources, makes its people very wealthy and things like that, but when you have other countries coming up, when you have a China coming up and when you have an India coming up, we are all going to uh, be competitors to America and Any little gap that America leaves is going to be grabbed by somebody else. And unfortunately, you know, America is, the only word for it is uh, what a friend of mine said was, it's a country of narcissists. The country believes that it's the best in the world, uh, whether it is or not. There There are things, you know, sometimes they'll say this is the biggest rock in the world. This is the biggest, this is the oldest tree. You know, they'll say things like that. They genuinely, the pride they have in America, you know, I sometimes feel jealous of Americans because I I watch an American TV show. It's it's not porn, it's porn stars. And, you know, they value American items. You know, they value things that that I made in America, which is just the opposite of us Indians who just, you know, we always run down anything that is Indian. But there's sometimes, you know, you can say there's too much pride in America and they have been thinking that they do everything right. And when you, said, when you speak of poop, you see, America has treated a lot of countries like poop. They felt that they can do anything. And, you know, military might is one thing. Yes, they still have military might. They've got bases everywhere and things like that. But they frittered themselves away. And it's sad that in the 70s, I saw America pulling out of Vietnam. And yes, I was young. I didn't know what to think then. And I thought, things would get better. There was a little gap. And then America really started off with Panama, uh, Kosovo, then Iraq, uh, uh, Afghanistan, Syria, uh, Libya, Syria. America has been sending forces everywhere, doing all sorts of things, overstretching itself, completely overstretching itself. And no country can carry on like that. And as you rightly said, you know, America is constantly experimented with itself, you know, with with its own people, you know, psychologically you know, doing things that, see, you know, a lot of countries have have an ancient history and ancient culture to fall back upon. The Americans have no ancient culture to fall back upon. Their culture is just, you know, they they feel that whatever they're doing is right. They experiment with anything, whether it's sexuality, whether it's money or or whatever it is, you know, these these things can only go so far and no further. And so we've seen a decline. You know, they want more and more and more of everything, more richness. I've seen a decline in science, in research. You know, it was the best place for research. And now the quality of scientific research has come down. Yes, it is still the top in the world. You know, who makes those fantastic aero engines, those fantastic designs? No doubt about it. But they've got so many universities and slowly it's coming down. The wokeness is coming in and things like that. It's a side thing. And as uh, Vibhuti Ji said, Uh, Trump did point out one thing. He said for a withdrawal, what should happen is withdraw the civilians first. Then, you know, withdraw the the civilians, withdraw the diplomats, withdraw the military last. And after the military, have an airstrike, massive series of airstrikes to destroy all the weapons that are left behind. And here they left all the weapons behind. The armed forces just withdrew yes i'm sorry to say my friends get angry with me my my friends you know as typically my generation and my social class everybody's in america there's nobody who is not in america and uh, so you know sometimes when i say that there's a decline they get angry with me there's no point getting angry this this is an inevitable thing it is coming down so what can i say this is this is my you know i've certainly like to uh, be willing to discuss individual aspects of uh, the way the decline is find out. But that is it. That's that, uh, that's all I'll say for now.
0: Okay, let's go to Vibhuti ji, and this decline that we're talking about is not just uh, in the realm of statecraft, where they still can't decide whether they want to be uh, friends with Russia in order to spook China, or they want to keep spooking Russia just for the heck of it, uh, because it's old habit. Even if uh, China is getting to their goat, it doesn't matter. They have to keep spooking Russia regardless. Uh, Or it is in the matter of uh, military edge. China is catching up, no doubt about it. Uh, Of course, they still retain the edge, but for all long, we don't know. I think the more precipitous decline is in the realm of what is called their... Social systems, their family systems, in a way, they have destroyed their life in order to get ahead in the world. It's, it's a very, very valid point
2: because you know society exists, the people's responses determine your actions. So look at one very interesting dimension to the whole thing. Taliban, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, were hiding behind civil social setup in that country. And suddenly the wokeism came in or the political correctness came in when the world media began to attack US that you are killing civilians. But nobody had an answer to this particular important element that your enemy is hiding behind those civilians. So how can you not have an element called collateral damage where your enemy is fighting an uneven battle with you? What can your sophisticated technology do? But we had the very precision bombers and all that kind of stuff, the intelligence and artificial intelligence, the spyware, drones and everything else. But you could not potentially or likely have avoided collateral damage of a civilian casualty in the war that led to the military becoming fighting the war with one hand tied behind their back a simple IED can blow up a tank or kill people and maim soldiers so when they are being hit in those unmilitary fashion there was not a fair war then you are definitely affected by that and the entire thing is also very clear that the Panchma cars as we call them the left liberal uh, establishment began to take advantage of these malignments systematically. Oh, we can't do this. We can't do this, but everything is fair in love and war. Why did we forget that famous phrase? So if that is the case, then how can we fight a war with a military with always concerned about that not a single civilian should die? Look at Pakistan, you have, I think everybody would have seen that famous YouTube in with director general of ISI talks about the fact that ISI defeated uh, America using American resources and American people. That is the biggest lesson of history. I'm asking this question to my friends here, American friends. What was the CIA doing? Pakistan was hiding Osama bin Laden in its own territory, and we didn't know about that. What kind of an ally was that? So you are seeing a complete collapse of whatever is known as the civil intelligence, military intelligence, CIA intelligence, because they did not come to grips with the scenario. Who is Sharia? What is Sharia doctrine? You look at it this way. Behind Sharia, they all unite. They want you to come and fix their problem. Then they blame you for being a foreign power. We have to defeat them. And that's the issue that Americans have begun to has led to the American decline. The sooner they realize it, the better it would be. Right now in the Congress, people are trying to liberalize the immigration rule to bring Afghanis back here. Let's open up the doors for immigration and asylum seekers. Nobody is checking in Trump regime or a tough president regime. It would be let's vet the guys who are coming here. We know who our assets are, but we have to know who is uh, Taliban pushing in. That is the issue which is happening a big time in America. The decline is completely total. You know, they have tried to destroy the elements that hold the system working. They are trying to destroy police force. They are trying to, de- they are trying to uh, impact the morale of the military. That's what is happening in India as well. So that's what we have to draw the lesson that what are the lessons we are drawing from all of it. This is critical for us. And if we are not drawing the lesson, not understanding the enemy the way he operates, then we will continually battling a social dilemma. And that social dilemmas don't win you war. And that's what is, is happening in America right now. There is a seething anger. Coronavirus was not our own. Somebody brought it. There is a fatigue on that account. Constant bursting of mask or no mask. We are spending a huge amount of time in President and Fauci and others talking about to wear one, two or three or booster doses. Think about it. So America is very tired. They know that the things that hurt them was not of their own creation in the direct manner. But at the moment, this is what is happening in America right now. There is tremendous anger. And I think this anger will boil out someplace. I'm 100% sure
0: about that. Okay, so uh, that uh, also highlights the fact, uh, you're also a a very keen watcher of things military. So I think uh, the key mistake uh, that was done, and I think it is only because they put ideology ahead of common sense, and that is that uh, they attacked the wrong country. Yes. And they never brought Pakistan to account. And whereas anybody with any iota of common sense could see that it is the Pakistan which is actually part of the problem and not part of the solution. Whereas Americans kept treating Pakistan as part of the solution. How daft can you be?
1: You know, Pakistan played America very well. Pakistan has played America extremely well. And Americans have been suckered by Pakistanis right from the 1950s and right after the Soviet Union entered this thing. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's terrible because the, uh, America this, this time, you know, after 2000, after 9-11, America was completely dependent on Pakistan for logistics. There was nothing they could do. There was absolutely nothing they could do. And every time the Taliban were in trouble in Afghanistan, they would just withdraw into Pakistan. So, you know, it, it is so sad. And, and actually, if, if you look at it, in the last 20 years, America has not had too many casualties. America has lost 2,500 men. But that's a very, very low number of casualties. So, really, there was not much fighting. That's because the Taliban just withdrew and, you know, they, they were just sitting it out. It's, it's, just too, it's, it's bad strategy, bad policy. They should have taken out pakistan unfortunately america has taken on all the little little countries that uh, that don't uh, you know offer them any great threat they they you know uh, i don't know i think america rightly became sensitive to very uh, high uh, uh, personnel losses in the body bags coming back from vietnam so they decided to have a you know very mechanized and sort of far away warfare from you know from the air and things like that and that worked extremely well in the first uh, Gulf War. Uh, in the Gulf Wars, they managed to knock everything off by air, and that was a huge coalition and they had bases nearby. But in a place like Afghanistan, it was never going to work. And uh, in the meantime, there was this rot that is going on inside America. And you know I, I would like to mention that I, I call it rot. See what's happened is that, you know sorry, I, I may say it from a more sort of Indian uh, 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 ethos viewpoint. See, there's been this so much uh, desire for making more and more money. So now you have uh, see if you look at the medical system, what's happened to what's happening to doctors? Now insurance. Now they want they want everybody to get good healthcare, so they have insurance. Now what the insurance does is the insurance lays down some very very strict insurance. makes sure that they get the money, but they they lay down such strict guidelines that doctors' hands are tied. So what's happening is even and although doctors are still fairly you know happy and earning quite a lot, you find that there's a lot of uh, people dropping out because there is no longer that ability to you know be personal with the patient because you have to follow the rules. The rules are laid down. If you don't follow, you, you get sued. Then again, lawyers running the system suing doctors. So that is one thing. Uh, coronavirus. Now very recently uh, there was uh, you know the. What's, you, the thing is, uh, the, the spike protein genes and uh, vaccines against that were patented long, long before 2019. They were patented as early as 2017 by, company, by, by Pfizer and uh, companies related to that. So this business of playing with coronavirus has gone on between China and America. And you look at the way Pfizer has behaved because they want to make maximum money out of it in india we've been lucky because we fought against the uh you know these patents and said we'll manufacture drugs cheap so india has some of the, the least expensive drugs in the world that is how india is managing to supply itself and other countries but american companies keep their drug prices very i mean how much money do they want and you look at uh, you know yes their technology is absolutely fantastic we come to the military you look at the f35 F-35, absolutely fantastic plane. Yes, it, yeah, well, yes, there's a lot of things to criticize. But this one plane can't do everything. And the Americans were very clever. They involved everybody, all their ally countries in the world. They got contributions from them. Now, so all those allies are going to be operating F-35s. America finds that it's too expensive an aircraft to rely. So they're going back. They're going back to their F-15s. They're going looking for a replacement for the f 16 all their old uh, fourth generation aircraft so this is the country that had unlimited money they throw money at everything but even they are running out of money because of their policies you know they uh, i don't know how far they tried to reach so it's a sad thing to see it but this is this is how i think uh, civilizations go down and you find china catching up india will catch up you know well, as soon as indians run out of their colonization and say you know we are also a country we are not slaves Once we grow out of that, we'll also catch up. So, yes, uh, that said, you know, I personally and as a country, we still have a lot of goodwill for America. I only wish, I only wish they would realize where, who their real friends are. What are they doing with Pakistan? What are this? What are they doing? What are the, what do they think? you know, do they really think that they can fool everybody and, you know, get away with it? At some time, they have to back down and think. This is what I feel. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Go on, Kevin.
0: Yeah, that's that's right. I mean, uh, ji. Yeah. You are of course uh, very much into the financial systems. Uh, do you think uh, that America is surviving only as long as the dollar is the anchor of the world's financial system? The simple answer is
2: yes. Uh, however, there is an the important thing to bear in mind that this country has to make certain structural shifts in which they conduct their economy. They are a resource-rich country. They were energy-sufficient, independent during Trump. What did Biden do? He canceled the Canada, Canadian pipeline and allowed the Russians to have the pipeline. So today there is an energy crisis in America. He, Trump fixed the border and Biden made it unconditional. Everybody come home. So look at the dismantling of the system that is happening. But what is important here is I'll tell you this is a very resource rich country. It can handle 300 million more people living here coming in some point in time. But in this particular war, now the war is fought in a remarkably different way. People know things instantly. The Russians, the Chinese, the Iranians, they have all understood one part of the American challenge. Americans don't have patience. And these people have drawn America in a long drawn struggle. This country values quarterly results in the stock market. There is a conversation going on that you can't rely on a stock market only in a quarterly result. This is a structural shift that will be required by America to retire over its long term crisis. Using the cricket analogy, you play differently when you play T20 or you play 50 over or you play a test match. United States will have to come to grips with that scenario. And the internal scenario on what Shivji was talking about, the medical part of it, is so true. I remember in nineteen ninety one, a very, very prosperous Indian doctor from all India Institute of Medical Sciences, he said in a very interesting way that Yar humne to paise hai. Ye thori jaati ho hai I hope there is some change here. This is nineteen ninety one conversation. Even today, the same dilemma continues. When you ask the insurance company, what am I paying for? They don't have any answer. Shivji is absolutely right. He has lived here. He knows that. And I live here. I know that. You don't live here yet. You know that. (laughs) So so this is the public knowledge part of it. So when the system begins to eat yourself from within, then you have to make the shift. And there is an American CEO. once Once I was on a visit to India with an American CEO. He confessed to me that I'm such an impatient guy, but India has taught me the value of patience. So that is where the American mindset is losing. The concept of a quick one has to go. The long-drawn battle has to be played differently. And that structural shift, I think smart businessmen leaders have, they play the long game. Politicians live for one term. It's like one Rajasthan MP had told me. So the politicians operates in a very different environment. And I think I think the U.S. will survive. This particular U.S. could survive if only they begin to take this seriously. If they think that like Saigon withdrawal or Bay of Pigs disaster or whatever we have done in Syria, Iraq, wrong WMD prescription, this will not fly anymore. And that's where it is important for people to realize that this far and no further. And if they do that, I think America has a chance to recover. And I remember mm-hmm. my banking days in India, you know, there was a joke in the Indian industrialists. That if American bank has come to talk to you for business. That means you are doing well. (laughs) So, so, so we used to explain to them why that philosophy runs in a particular way. And we are the first one, the Americans are the first one to pull the umbrella out. So there is a business way. The way you operate is essential that America will have to change. And, uh, you know, over-reliance on you talked about Pakistan. We, every, I've told this to Americans. That if you want to win the trust of India and Indians, you have to change your tune towards Pakistan. because That's an absolute courtesan country. It will sleep with whichever bidder gives them the highest money. It is Saudi Arabia, China, Iran, whoever and America so far. So if you do not understand the nature of the beast, you will definitely end up hurting yourself.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if I just a, uh, sorry. Yeah, same yeah, question I mean, to you, doc.
1: Yeah, well, see, a couple of things. I just other things that I I wanted to see yeah, about the uh, financial things also. You know, uh, I I just got to recall. See, uh, the U.S. has uh, sorry, I I forgot. To, I had a, a thought in my mind that went out of my mind. Yeah, uh, there are a few things that you know. On the one hand, if you if you don't like America, you can gloat. But if you have some sympathy for America, uh, you feel sorry. You know, some of the things I've been reading now are really sad. Uh, one is uh, there is uh, it, it might be, I'm not sure, it's one of those uh, cities in the West of America. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's Los Angeles, uh, where, uh, where you know, people are pooping in the streets. You know, what is this? You know, pe- people are pooping in the streets. And then there's another city, maybe the same one. I'm not sure what it is that. They made a law. They said that a certain people can steal from uh, people can steal from shops as long as the amount they steal is less than uh, I think nine hundred dollars. right. So you yes, you have people going and taking think, things, and why? Why are they so, uh, they're doing this. Why is the government of that state or the the city allowing people to steal? They're saying that it's too expensive to bring these people to book. It's too expensive to 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 try them to arrest them and keep them in uh, in jail you see this is what is happening everything is about money and it's this too expensive we want more money too expensive we want more money it has gone too far because when america wants scholars when america wants scientists they look at india and say chalo this fellow knows english he studied come here when they want drivers they look at maybe somalia when they want uh, construction workers they, you know, make a hole in the wall and let Mexicans or somebody come in. So, you know, this is what is happening. They, and, and when they want cheap goods, this is what they did decades ago. They said, let the Chinese do it. So, you know, what's happened is that they're just, there's a group of people who are just making money by, by these means. You see, a lot of the Indians, and a lot of these people don't get paid as much as the, especially contract workers who come with software companies, they don't get paid as much as the American. And what's happening is that now the Americans are not doing that. And this, I think Trump actually played with this sentiment. I, I personally think I may be wrong. I personally think Americans need to take a cut in their salary, but start doing things on their own and have more expensive things. Start making the small things at home. Start making the small, you know, what China, what they've been importing from importing from China. Give people jobs and let them do that in America. That is the only way to bring America up again. You can't have this system of just importing this fellow for that, importing that fellow for that, and saying that we few people are going to be very rich from that. And you know, as Vibhuti J. G. said, it's about the you know the quarterly results of the stock market. What are our stock owners earning? I think this is just my feeling about it.
0: Okay, so, okay, that's an interesting take. <clears throat> Vibhuti Ji, what's the way out?
2: As I, as I always say that I love the Einstein's quote that, you know, uh, that uh, any intelligent fool can complicate a simple problem. It takes in, it takes courage to move in the other direction. So my prescription is very simple, which I said then also is that Afghanistan was, you know, look at it this way. Afghanistan was nothing else but tribal warfare going on, tribal leaders. If America were smart, they would have given every tribal leader a billion dollars, run your own little empire. There was no need for a holding company called Afghan government, which didn't mean a thing. The whole prescription was wrong. So the way out is very simple here, is to take into account cognizance of the fact that when you are dealing with Sharia, you have to understand the nature of the beast. There are four categories of people that operate in it. The debacle is because Pakistan brought you down. So the way out is very simple. Actually, in my opinion, way out for U.S. is very simple. is to go back to the basics that made you who you are. China played the game very well. After the Soviet USSR collapsed, China figured it out that it America will come to me now. And, you know, when the USSR collapsed, nobody missed Russia at all. Because Russia did not manufacture anything. China offered its cheap labor. The profit margins, which he was talking about, high profit margins, manufacture, make more more money. And China became the manufacturing hub of the world. Now, China is in every single home in America, whether it is U.S. open glass or a pin for 9-11. They were all made in China. (coughs) So U.S. has to go back to its manufacturing base, which is what Trump was trying to do, bring manufacturing back to America. You are right, Shivji, that learn to pay the higher money that people paid here. When I came here, it was you paid the American dollar for whatever product you bought until you had no... There was a very interesting part. The shirts and T-shirts or designs coming from China were not cheaper. The corporate profits were higher. You and I paid the same price for 29 99 or 59 99 or ninety nine ninety nine for whatever shirt you bought. The corporate profits went up. And that's what China worked on the green. There is another very interesting point that they talked about the Chinese. We used to talk about that democracy is a function of rule of law. And they operate on that basis for the rest of the world. But the laws are made by people. And people can be managed. And that's what China has done very cleverly. He's invested money in institutions to shape their own perception, their own reality, and their own philosophy. People are talking about, I mean, whenever somebody asked me, when I was here marketing India, people would say, you guys are like this, but Chinese are like that. I have told this to Indians as well. So why don't you embrace Chinese system? The Communist Party in India will not accept Chinese political... Uh, punishment and other mechanisms. They want Indian democracy to use or abuse in for, to serve their own purpose. And that's what is important for uh, what you call the U.S. to recognize that you have to take into account the truth. You can't ignore it anymore. The world knows the truth. Everybody is an entertainer. Everybody is an editor. Everybody is an opinion maker. Through the use of technology, we are communicating. Instantly, this conversation conversation would not have happened during Saigon crisis or a Bay of Pigs fiasco. It could have happened 10 years ago, but it's happening today. So if American uh, opinion makers take a good poll, not an opinionated poll, but a good poll, I think they will get the pulse of the people very quickly. They are not listening to the right kind of people.
0: Okay. I think, no. sorry, yeah. From the sorry, poop sorry. to power, from from the poop back to power, how? <laughs> <power.
1: laughs> you know, actually, th- I, I see one problem. Uh, see, America is a very rich, uh, uh, and it's rich not only in mineral and other resources, rich in uh, uh, human resources as well. Uh, they're very, very skilled people, uh, the skills that, You know, you you have to feel jealous of of the kind of skills that you can acquire in America if you're living in India. And, you know, there there are some fantastic things. I watch a TV program about how people forge knives. It's called Forged in Fire. They forge knives out of metal. And they do it. It's a kind of live show on TV. And there are so many smiths who are doing it. And I I would like to go and learn that and, and forge a sword or a knife. They do all these great things so the problem is america is such a vast such a rich country and a country that is so proud of itself they will not take criticism you can sit outside and see faults in america but a lot of people my own friends and relatives who are sitting in america say this no there's nothing wrong it happens everywhere i mean they you know unfortunately pakistan and america speak in the same way we are the best it's just a perception problem you know it's it's sad like that. America is totally different. Not for one minute comparing Pakistan uh, with America. So they don't they don't see the reality. They don't see what other people are seeing. And see, China is now saying, you know, they're mocking whether Chinese do something or not. We don't know. They're telling the Taiwanese when we attack the Americans will not be able to come in. And I wonder, I wonder really, does America now have the, yeah, if, if I may just digress for a second. You know this Western word, ally, it actually means something. When you have an ally, they fight for each other. The European allies in America, the allies, they actually send their military. In India, we tend to use the term ally uh, very loosely. So technically, when the U.S. is an ally of Taiwan or Japan, it's a very serious thing. That means the U.S. will attack. Now, if the U.S. leadership is weak or if, if it starts going down... Really, they will not be able to keep up with their, uh, uh, you know, commitments, and and I worry sometimes because U.S. is, st- is still a positive force in the world, and sometimes the U.S. population has to see reality and say that look what people are telling you, look what well-meaning people who have, uh, you know, who have simple empathy and you know actually like America are saying, you know, look look at yourself. They need to do that. They need to recognize that it, there is a decline and it can be arrested in certain ways perhaps by cutting down the amount that everybody is earning, which is not going to happen easily.
0: (laughs) Okay, on that point, let's (laughs) move to the question-answer session. And uh, we have a few questions. Before that, let me request all my viewers to please like this video, share it around, also to subscribe to the channel, to press the bell icon, and also to please contribute a little bit. Up mute and
2: you are again mute
0: yeah and for yes so about the contribution we have the link uh, in the description and for internet